Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the 1619 Project from the New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of the New York Times, to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it. Hi, I'm Imri and welcome back to the Wannabe podcast, the podcast that takes you from where you are now to where you want to be in 30 minutes or less. Thank you to everyone that listened to last week's episodes with the incredible Ama Asante. The feedback to her episodes have been insanely positive. So if you missed out, circle back for the medicine. This week, Prisca is back and we had so much fun recording this episode. We are talking about the comparison trap. We share what it is, how it makes you feel, and what to do about it. We also share a super simple action to help you escape the trap. Let's go. Hi, Preska. Hello, Emery. How are you? I'm good. That was a very chill hello for you. <laughs> <laughs> How's your weekend been? It's been um, okay. Been on a training weekend for the challenge. Uh -huh. They made me redo the whole application process again, which is insane. I've been working for them for two years. So oh, okay. They've got new roles, so they want to reassess your abilities to do the job you've been doing for the past two years. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was fun. Okay. All right. So today, as voted by you, the listeners, you voted for the comparison trap, which me and Priska have been trying very hard to define <laughs> <laughs> since she arrived. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about it but uh defining it it's like uh, it's everybody's difficult. gonna have their own definition and again it's one of those things that's subjective but i think we have it yes so prisca <laughs> what is I said, the we have it here imri it's for you <laughs> what is the it's comparison you. trap you've got like definitions on definitions mate um <laughs> my own personal definition uh of the comparison trap would be that feeling that pang of jealousy guilt shame even that you feel when you see someone else doing exceptionally well and you feel inadequate as a result of that success so I like that that's, that's kind of how good. I would define it um what about you um I agree with with what you said about it makes comparing yourself can make you feel inadequate um and I also feel like comparing yourself can take you away from your truth um and pull you much closer to somebody else's truth um so much that it makes you like you said feel inadequate question your actions and sometimes uh which I'm sure we're going to go into reevaluate your life to the mm -hmm. point where you actually aim to adjust it or adapt it to fit what you think is the universal like true for the universal uh, way of life yeah absolutely oh 
those feelings of inadequacy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have been feeling those a lot lately, um, I must admit. Really? I have. And it's weird because I'm doing surprisingly okay. <laughs> so I don't know what it is, but I actually, <sighs> I felt really weird about someone I follow or a few people I follow, but particularly yeah. one person. I don't even know why this person just triggered me that day because normally I'm like very much like, yes, go, you are killing it. Yeah. Um, but then like, I think they got featured in something or I'm sure it was like they got a feature and I was like, oh. I don't know what it was. It was so irrational to me and I hate that feeling of like feeling out of control of my emotion. Like right. I don't, I don't like that. So I was like, I don't like this. I don't like the fact that I feel bad about someone else doing well. I don't yeah. want to feel that way. So I just unfollowed them. <laughs> and mm. I don't know if that was the right thing to do, but it made me feel less bad about myself in the process. So I'm going to go if that was the right thing for me to yeah. do in that moment. But it was, uh, it was really rough because I was like, why do I feel bad that someone else is doing well as if that's taken something away from me? So I, like, I could rationalize it in my head as yeah. this is not logical. But yeah, it still didn't stop the fact that that feeling existed and came up so violently. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know me. I'm I'm always about okay. Let's talk about why. Let's talk. About, let's go deep. <laughs> let's go deep That's into not- into why you feel that way and what <laughs> triggered the thoughts. <laughs> that's that's kind of how like I look at everything. So. I am with people that uh, kind of take breaks or remove certain people and stuff like that. However, it is key to kind of look at um, what, because a lot of the time when you compare yourself, um, it's usually that, well, comparison trap is almost looking at somebody's reality, knowing that that's where you want to be and they've gotten there. Mm -hmm. And then you thinking, what are, are they doing that's gotten them there? compared to what I've what I'm doing mm-hmm. and what you're doing usually seems like the hardest thing you've been doing like it seems quite difficult yeah and you're thinking but I'm still not there so I'm I, I guess we could be real and open and honest about where 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 did you want to be like what was it well was it just like the fact that they got this award from this place or I think it was just a feature it was probably oh, it was a feature it was it's like a feature in a press piece like I haven't yeah, had yeah, press yeah. pieces in my life yeah and good ones too like it was very rational um I think it was just oh, I can't even remember what it was it could have been style it could have been yeah. one of those ones like yeah. I don't even remember but um because it was a few weeks ago I was just like why I guess if for me I, if I'm gonna really interrogate it, it was like why wasn't I chosen for yeah. this or like I could have been just as good for this having said that I don't know why I only fo- like there was a lot of people featured in this thing so I was like why am I only comparing myself to this one person when there's like probably hundreds of women in this magazine right yeah. now yeah so it was um are they in your industry not even really like okay. kind of but not really like I would say more demographically okay. so I find that I'm actually more uh I those feelings really come up where it's like necessarily more of black women if I'm being mm. like completely honest got you I don't you find see, myself comparing because you see yourself it. yeah in, I see myself in, in, them. in those women so that's probably why yeah so uh yeah it was but it's irrational because I'm also the same one that will be like congratulations amen well done yes sis you're killing it so proud of you like and I genuinely mean it when I say it so yeah it was like I said I don't know why that particular time really just irked me and you're right it is about like looking at what work I'm doing because I'm like I'm actually really grafting like yeah. hard to make things work but sometimes it just feels like oh you're just either overlooked or people don't know 
about me or what more do I have to do and why do I have to keep doing more just to get like what essentially feels like crumbs so I don't know there's a lot I mean, there's a lot to it when it comes to comparing yourself I always I, and this is goes to, to anyone listening now because this is what we're going to talk about um you people have different starting points mm-hmm. so that itself is isn't well can be seen as as an advantage but if your starting point isn't the same as somebody else's starting point but then they've got gotten a result um you have to almost like rationalize it in that sense that okay well they had this starting point so obviously I'm not gonna reach here second um people's networks Mm -hmm. we know that people's networks have a lot to do especially with press today so the role of PR has completely changed in my opinion um press is more about who you know um, absolutely and and it's more than following someone sometimes it is actually following the journalist on social media um and then having to build a relationship privately and then they put you on so if you haven't got that relationship with that person that's not something to feel down about i'm not even just talking to you like to anybody yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not something to feel down about it just is what it is right and there's and and but there's relationships you have in your personal life that that person probably doesn't have so everybody has different strengths yeah absolutely. Um, and uh, a lot of the time when you compare yourself to somebody else you think that they have a strength you you see something as a strength you deem okay what they have is like this is this is a strength and and this is my weakness however sometimes it's just their strength and it necessarily isn't your weakness you don't have to view it in that lens um, and I think that that when you start to change the way you perceive things that changes the, the whole comparison conversation I mean first of all um but Prisca, I mean, yes we've all we've only talked about me <laughs> have you ever oh me have you ever fallen into it though because yes. I think everything you said is yeah. extremely valid and yeah. makes complete sense I have it's weird because I, I I'm trying to remember the last time I I did look how long ago uh, that was for you <laughs> no no Lucky. do you know what uh <laughs> This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the 1619 Project from the New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of the New York Times, to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it. I guess my situation, the the situation I had when it came to comparing myself to somebody else, it was, it was a weird one. Um, again, it was, it wasn't, it was someone I knew and I wasn't jealous or anything. I just kind of was just like, oh, they're lucky. Um, and I get, I don't know if people define that as jealousy, but, and then I was thinking, okay, what, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I not doing mm. that has that? What am I not doing that she's doing? Um, and how can I improve what I'm doing, which in itself isn't positive, right? And then I, because the moment you you start to to elevate what somebody else is doing, you start to diminish yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And diminishing yourself is is not good for for that's like if you're trying to be this queen of self love, that's just not the great the best step is to diminish what you're currently doing. Um, but then I spoke to a friend about it, and a friend was like. I know this person and um, all the glitters isn't gold. Yeah. Um, So that was my situation. However, I don't think um, that 
seeing somebody else's situation um, and realizing that it's probably negative on the inside is going to help solve it doesn't, the problem at <laughs> going all. to help solve like your feelings towards comparing I, I just don't think it's a that's a positive thought to think okay well they're gonna they, they, their life is really shit so yeah like now I'm happy and now I'm not gonna now I feel like I'm better or I'm no I, I just don't think yeah. that's, that's a healthy uh thought process um so for me it was just the case of like yeah that was my situation where somebody was like it, it isn't that you know amazing yeah. but and, but and then also I realized that actually I don't I don't want her truth Mm-hmm. And I can be happy for her truth and not think about me like that. That's almost a bit selfish of me to think, you know, what? I can't just embrace somebody else's happiness. I can't just um, I can't just accept that that's her truth without like putting it on on me and thinking about me. I think that's quite self-centered. And and then that's where you need to start having a conversation um, and take and pull yourself away from from the medium like social media is one of the mediums that makes yeah. it very hard for us to deal with um, other people's success and stuff like that. So pull yourself from away from that medium and say, Do you know, what? I need to focus on myself a little bit because clearly there's something not going on right, going right in my mind um, because I'm I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, damn, like I want to be like this person or you know that the world revolves around me yeah. in itself, and, it, and the world doesn't revolve around like you. It doesn't revolve like around it's much, anyone. It's much bigger than us. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that was that was one thing. I mean, yeah, that's how I kind of dealt with it. Ah, oh, man, you dealt with it so well. I, I resent this. I mean, <laughs> I wish you, I was you now. I'm no, joking. but I have, I have, I, I like, I, I always say I do have a great support system. I have great friends, um, and and. I talk to my friends about this stuff, you know, sure. um, not leaning on yourself. And then, and then your friends will, will be like, yeah, but you've got this and you, you're fine. They become you your cheerleaders. Yeah. You don't, you don't need to have that X. You don't need to have X, um, to get Z. Yeah. You know what I mean, so, um, I definitely, that's um, one thing. I definitely wanted to pick up on the point that, um, you made about feeling like once you learn something bad about the person you look up to and that making you feel better because yeah. I can definitely <laughs> I can definitely relate to being I love like it. We're being well honest yeah I mean that does make me feel less crap about me not because they're suffering but it just make it just kind of put things more into perspective mm. but that's because I just take it that way like oh okay well it's not that it, their life was like shit or whatever it was more that oh, okay, there's kind of more to that situation than what I see in a picture, for example. Yeah. Or there's more to that situation than uh, than they've kind of expressed in their video or whatever. Um, so I do quite like finding out some stuff behind the scenes just because it kind of gives you kind of the perspective to see like, okay, so this is how hard they work to get here. Because yeah. sometimes it's a case of... It's inspiration. Oh, the, yeah, it's inspiration. So it's like they built up these relationships um, or they connected with this person that person connected to them to this person that's how they got that thing and it's like it wasn't a case of luck because sometimes I think where the comparison trap can be like the most dangerous is that almost if your mind will take you to the place of this person is undeserving of what they've gotten um because you will kind of justify anything in your head uh, when it's not in its rational place so that kind of like this person doesn't deserve this why did they get this and not Mm. having the perspective or the context for how that whole thing came about context yeah yeah i love that so i think um that like i said it's not a case of necessarily thinking ill of them or having like oh their life was really crap then that should make you feel better it's more about 
like I said, having context yeah. and putting things into perspective, which I, I quite like. And what I was going to, sorry, just um going, I mean, this probably follows on to like our next point. Um, For example, Black Panther. So Black Panther is hey. a great example. If you haven't watched Black Panther, then sorry. Okay? <laughs> like It's been like week two. Yeah, that's your business. Okay. So there's going to be a couple of spoilers in this right now. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> don't I'm say so like sorry. that. Oh, you're terrible. Spoiler um, alerts. If we look at different narratives, like if we just look at storytelling, for example, so mm-hmm. everybody have a different had a different na- narrative. Nakia, um, she was saving some some women at the beginning. Um, you have Okoye, she is the general. You have um, King Chala, T'Challa, <laughs> and Lord. he he's he's like a prince, and then he goes on to being king. And then you meet Shuri, right? So they all have these different stories as to how they. This is getting somewhere. Okay, is, <laughs> I was just wondering I who just, Shuri was. was Shuri's the sister. Oh yes, of course. So, so they sure. all have their different. They all have their unique abilities, right? Mm-hmm. And they all have their different stories. Of course, Nikia wouldn't want to be in the position that was she was in in terms of saving women. She doesn't actually want to have to save women. She wants women to be free. Or Koye doesn't want to have to come down and save him because he froze when he saw Nikia. Um, and Shuri does. Hold up! What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com doesn't want to have to like save her brother out of these really crazy situations but the fact but it excites her nonetheless and then you look at towards the end of the movie they're all on the same battlefield Mm -hmm. right and I think that's how we need to see ourselves is we all have these unique stories these unique abilities in order to create this narrative we call life Mm -hmm. right if we all have the same journey and the same story one it's not interesting to our kids (laughs) or our our (laughs) nieces and our family members and two that's just not the way the world works yeah right everybody's going to have their own um, input into this world and the and the moment we start to appreciate each other like they did in the movie no one was jealous of anyone really That's you know true, they were they all had their all individual they all they all had their individual stories and then towards the end they end up in the battlefield for one common cause and that was to make wakanda uh, to, to to rid of the war or to or, or just I guess settle it all down, right, and get rid of Killmonger. And I think that's when, when as women, especially, we start looking at it in that way. Like, do you know what? Actually, the battle is much bigger than us. Yeah. And if the the more we kind of let go of that comparison and we just live in our own individual truths, mm-hmm. we realize that life is not about uh, fighting. Life is not about comparing yourself. Life is more about creating a narrative so that you can pass on something to your to the future. Absolutely. Okay. So anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
So I wanted to talk about uh, what happens if you don't address these feelings and you kind of let it consume you. I don't think either one of us are the type to really like sit and simmer in these things and have it take over our our mind space. But yet people do. And what happens if you don't do it, if you don't address it and what happens if you don't fix it? Um, we, we know that the moment you stop addressing, uh, anything that happens in your life, that especially that is pulling you away from, from positivity, um, it's going to boil up, boil up to a point where it just comes out. Um, and a lot of the time it comes, it turns into anger, mm-hmm. where it just turns into spite, which is, I guess, a negative emotion. So not dealing with it, um, and not ex- accepting it first step, actually accepting yeah. that actually I am like a bit jealous or I'm a bit envious or, you know, I'm kind of comparing myself to this person. You need to accept it first. Um, and you, and I would encourage everybody to deal with any like personal issues that they have, especially if the the root is you. Um, and, and this is what I was saying earlier. I feel like everything, um, we are not, we are not, Will Smith was talking about this. We're not responsible for the stuff that happens around us. Right. Mm-hmm. We can't, blame you know ourselves or what somebody else does however we are 100% responsible for the way we react to it absolutely and I think um even comparing yourself that is your mind so yeah. that is your responsibility so yeah. the moment something is your, res- is your responsibility you have to deal with it just facts sure <laughs> okay <laughs> otherwise it will manifest in some really strange bizarre yeah um, behavior yeah it does it really does yeah. come out in weird ways and I've see myself get consumed by like spite or just negativity because I was like in a spiral of just weird place Mm. and it had it came out in really weird ways and it was isolating and yeah you actually find that you get pulled further and further away from what you're meant to be doing and then things don't work out the way you think they should because you're coming from a place of I deserve this or entitlement which almost works for no one but straight white men so yeah <laughs> no yeah shade. it actually doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work it doesn't work. it doesn't work and so there is a need to kind of look at it and really challenge it and something that worked really well for me um because it didn't actually start from a place of anger or jealousy actually um I remember when I think it was like Rennie and Liv got were in like the women's feature for British folk. Yeah, yeah. And I was overjoyed. And yeah. it was like, I just that looked at amazing. that and I never looked at that was not the feature I was referring to earlier yeah. at all. Like I looked at that like, oh my gosh, that's a possibility now. Mm-hmm. That's how I saw it instead. So I completely like my brain could have gone like, oh my God, why not me? I was like, I'm not even on the levels yet. Yeah. But it was like that is a possibility. Oh, I didn't I know that, that was an option. That. I didn't I love know. That you said that. And now I do. I was at an event <clears throat> the other day and um <laughs> so I was invited to an event yes. and <laughs> I knew that it would be predominantly white women. Just because I I just know communication. I know that if you put your message in on this platform, you're going to attract this people. If your network is this group, I just knew. Not that it was anything negative. I just knew. And I was invited to it. So of course I'm going to come through. Not only as a woman, but yes, I'm visibly a black woman. But I said, you know what? I have to invite more black women into the space, right? So... I invited, I put it out on social media because I knew, you know, I rather, I don't want to just hit up people because I don't, not even my friends. I just put it out there where I knew my friends would see it. So four women reached out and yeah. I think one didn't get the chance to do it before the deadline. So three end up coming. Um, and when I got there, like they were like, thank you. Like, thank you for like even doing this because people don't do this thing. And I said, you know what? Yeah, you know, it's all good. Like it's nothing. It's calm to me. But also what I was saying is, 
us four mm-hmm. in the room succeeding still doesn't compare to the amount of white women that were in that room. Yeah. Right. And not it's not even a competition with them. However, it that just proves that we us four don't need to bigger because it's bigger because it's much bigger, bigger than, than us. Like, absolutely. It's so, so much bigger. And now somebody else might see us four in a room and feel like, oh, they're my competition because they got in a room. No, no, no. We need you to join the team. Yeah. Just and, and just as these white women need us to join the team. We and then those white women are introduced to us as, as black women and and it becomes like a sisterhood almost. Absolutely. And that's what we need, much rather than why are those women in that space? How come you got this? How come you got that? Right? Yeah. And there's more to it. So if we posted a picture of four of us at the event, they would think, oh my God, like how do they get there? But what they missed is that I posted it up on my Instagram story yeah. for everyone <laughs> to see. And that goes back to your point about context. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone's situation has context, right? There's so much in between the lines and there's so many more to, so much more to the story that you don't, you don't need to like be envious or something like that because it's my, it's, it's my new, it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing. Like it's just a nothing and, and you getting there was simple, was a simple move of maybe you was, Maybe you was doing some, like, let's say, so somebody missed my Instagram story. Okay, let's say she, that woman that missed my Instagram story was actually, like, taking her little brother to school or something. Yeah. You've done something positive, and that's how you missed what I was doing. Now, we just have two different paths, but it doesn't mean what you was doing was any, what I was doing was any better than what you was doing. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So so that's how I see situations now, that everybody, like, has their own story. I agree. There's a, a magical practice, um, stoicism. And I think an element of that, I got most of this from Tim Ferriss, but I also have a book on stoicism, How to Be a Stoic <laughs> by Massimo Pigliucci. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that one. Um, I actually need to read the name now. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it again, but um, it'll be in the show notes. He So one of the practices of stoicism is just kind of and it's something that he, like Tim Ferriss uses to manage his, I think he got diagnosed with bipolar or something. Oh, cray. Um, wow. And so one of it is just kind of, I can't remember the exact phrase he used, to what the name of it's called, but it's the idea of like taking yourself and like basically zoom, zooming out. Mm. So you're the human in this world. This is your situation. Mm. So in the grand scheme of your situation, like, okay, I'm upset that I didn't get this feature. But yeah. have I, where am I? Where am I sitting whilst I'm feeling this emotion mm. in a house? Is it warm in this house? Yes. Okay. So I've got, I'm sitting in a warm house compared to if I zoom out a bit, is there someone sitting on the street? Mm. If I zoom out again, is that person I sitting like in the that, street in out. London, the richest capital and literally watching wealth walk by them? No, that's not me either. Zoom out again. Are people fleeing their countries um, to get away from war and violence? And no, that's not my life. And you zoom out and you zoom out and like actually look at the whole world as a whole. And that yeah. just kind of like instantly shifts your perspective a little bit Definitely. and be like, actually like, you know what, this wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Some are just, it, yeah. It like wasn't you said, a big deal. Up. And taking, and, and then what you then do is think, okay, so I'm going to take what I do have and the, the life I do have. And now I need, I can take that and help somebody else much rather than take that energy and envy somebody else or compare myself to somebody Absolutely. else. Again, we have to like go back to living our truths and what's comfortable to ourselves. The moment we, um, we change our physical appearance, you know, to, to match whatever we are looking at, especially online. I know a lot of young women do suffer from mental health because of the, you know, the medium, social, social media as a medium does play a part in that. Yeah. Um, and it's not social media's fault. It's, it's just like people are just posting it. their life. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, 
the moment you kind of think, damn, you know, if I change my appearance, how long term is this going to be? You know, when, when the moment something isn't natural to you, it already makes it short term. Yeah. So what will happen is you'll do these things. Like, for example, me, like I'm, I'm a pretty curvy woman, right? But like there was a stage in my life where I just lost so much weight. And it was like, I look, I felt like I looked great, whatever. Um, and it lasted about three months. And then oh. after that, I started eating what I wanted to eat. It wasn't like super unhealthy though. It was just yeah. like more carbs. And and I was just like, although I'm bigger, <laughs> I'm much happier. Yeah. And And this is the size I'm supposed to be. Instead of forcing myself, yeah, I can tone up in certain areas and, and certain roles that may not need to be there, but you know what roles? This is what's natural to me. Yeah. You know, and 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 you wake up every day and you think, Do you know what, although I don't look like, you know, said person, I'm happy. I'm 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 accepting how I'm supposed to come into this world. And the moment you just accept your natural state and what, you know, your mother has passed down to you or your father has given to you you're a little bit happier you know and it it's seems true. like you're not but you're happier long term because you're like this is how i am here's what it is like what what that's true i think that's important so we need an action for the listeners who might be experiencing some serious comparison trap moments because they're, yeah. they're actually very temporary well i would like to hope so it's a temporary and fleeting feeling to be stuck in this but it can be an ongoing and vicious cycle if you don't check yourself yeah in the moment so what is the action that we want them to take to bite bite to fight the comparison trap uh and knock it to the side once and for all um i would i would just list down and i know this is so so corny but every single day list down three things that you are grateful for I concur with this. Yeah. Yeah. List down three things that you are grateful for and then write write down next to it why you're grateful for it. Ooh. Then share that with someone who's super close to you. Um and get and then let them tell you what they're grateful for. And then you cuz in that moment, the moment you're 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 in that moment of gratitude, you're you've really got like a bit of positive energy, right? So yeah. the moment you hear somebody else and what they're grateful for, you're positive you're, you're feeling happy. So then I want you to just solely just be content for them and just just be happy don't compare it to what you're grateful for but just be happy and both of you should be happy for each other and then what you're already doing is you're building kind of like a circle of love and you're building like a circle of positivity and i think if you do that if you do that every day because most of us talk to at least one person a day outside of ourselves um i think it will turn into a habit it'll just turn into a a good habit yeah so so that's that's my action i completely agree with that i actually have a gratitude journal uh it does notify me to fill it every day i don't but I have it. Yeah. And sometimes I've built enough back to look back at it and be like, oh, that was good. But I like that you layered that up by saying like why you're grateful for it. Yeah. I don't, I don't even do that. I'm just like, I'm just really happy that I ate yeah, today. Yeah, say why. So, say why. Why am I happy that I ate today? Why are you happy that you ate? I don't know. Oh my God, this is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you mine. Why am I happy that I ate today? Because, um, I, a couple, like a long time ago, I was diagnosed with tuberculosis. Were you? Yeah, when I was in college. What? My first year of college. Yeah, I was diagnosed with tuberculosis my first year of college. um, And I had to, um, I was taken out of college and the whole college had to get tested and I disappeared. So everyone knew it was me. (laughs) Oh man. Um, And my friends had to visit me with masks on. Yeah. Uh, And um, I couldn't eat for like, I, I probably ate like five times a week. 
Wow. Um, for about two months and I take nine pills. So I look at where I was and I look at where I am now and that growth makes me feel grat- makes me feel grateful. That is a really solid reason for yeah. being grateful. So I know everyone's kind of been a been in situations where maybe they were sick, you had the flu. Because when you when you're ill, you kind of forget it. But when you're sick, it's hard to eat. That's right? true. So think about that. Don't even think about somebody else. Just think about yourself. Okay, I know I'm grateful for eating. Why are you grateful for <laughs> because eating? Because when we were little, we were really poor. Mm. And um, there was one, t- there was actually a few times where my mom fully could not afford to feed us. And yet she found a way, whether it was like a can of beans or yeah. it was usually kidney beans because why are we eating but baked yeah. beans like that just by itself. <laughs> but <laughs> and she would find like an onion and she'd make this kidney bean stew and it was sick and it tastes so good. I still oh, eat it still I, still, I love kidney bean kidney stew. Kidney bean stew is yeah. the one, but she found a way to make it work. So when those times were like upon us or it was corned beef day, Lord. Oh, corned beef was disgusting. But I'm grateful I don't have to eat that anymore. Yeah. So that's There we grateful. go. So you didn't bring anybody else into the equation. You didn't make, you didn't look down on somebody else's situation. You didn't look up at somebody else's situation. You looked at yourself. And, and that's positive that you're looking at yourself because you're thinking growth within myself. Yeah. So. Oh, that was wonderful. Thank that you was. so much. This is my favorite topic. Actually, this is one of my favorites. After financial freedom, this, bam. <laughs> I'm so glad the <laughs> listeners picked it. Yes, you did a great job. We know about this stuff. This is a good one. <laughs> All right, we are going to wrap up and catch you guys on Wednesday. See ya. So that was brand and marketing expert Priska Moyesa. If you'd like to find out more about Priska, you can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Priska Moyesa. That's P-R-I-S-C-A-M-O-Y-E-S-A. And visit her agency Moyesa Co. at moyesa.co. On Wednesday, Priska and I answer the questions that you have sent in. Some of those questions include, how do I pitch myself as a guest on podcasts? Do you have any tips for launching a natural hair magazine? And is blogging a waste of time? All of this and more on Wednesday. And if you would like to submit your questions for next month, you can just do that at wb at shoutoutnetwork.co.uk or visit wannabepodcast.com and select ask a question. This podcast is created by the Shoutout Network. So if you feel like you can do what I do, visit shoutoutnetwork.co.uk and apply. Has this podcast made you download an app, visit a website or just, you know, scribble notes in your notes app? You can let me know by leaving a review on iTunes via your Mac computer or the iTunes podcast app on your iPhone. Also, follow Wannabe at Wannabe Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I love interacting with you, so please do drop a tweet or comment on one of your lovely pictures on Instagram. To get extended show notes listing any of the tools and resources we've mentioned in this episode, visit wannabepodcast.com. See you on Wednesday. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.